0: Philanthropy is all about giving to causes that matter to you the most, and by doing so, making a difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy, or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way, right now, to live your dream with purpose? These are the glaring questions this podcast will explore as we meet everyday people who are stepping up to begin living their philanthropic lifestyle. We'll hear about their cause, why it's important to them, as well as their vision for the future. So let's get inspired, motivated, and learn how we can step into the dream of living our best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. My guest on today's show is Miss Bethany Gibbs. Bethany is an entrepreneur with a philanthropist heart. She and her husband operated a handmade jewelry business and traveled the country doing festivals, fairs, and shows for 14 years. She was always willing to help people out any way she can. For example, she helped a young pastor from Uganda, which you'll hear about that story from her today. It is quite inspiring. Bethany has two children, Chad and Kelly, and four grandchildren, Andre, Colin, Trinity, and Amanda who all live close by her home in Washington. Welcome to the show, Bethany.
1: Well, thank you, Nancy, for having me. It's an honor to be here.
0: What was your life like, Bethany, when you were growing up as a child?
1: Well, my life when I was growing up as a child was a little bit of a sad story. Um, My dad was an alcoholic. He beat my mom, and Uh she was very unemotionally stable. She was, you know, a very soft-hearted soul, and she just couldn't handle it. And she got pregnant again when I was six, and she had my brother, and I pretty much raised him. And, you know, <clears throat> it was it was really sad, but at the same time, I really became a stronger person because of it. Yeah. I have probably more compassion. I have more insight to people knowing that, you know, you don't know what somebody's going through. Right. And I am always the one to um, reach out to somebody to help them. Even when I go into the grocery store, Nancy, this is the funniest thing. People (laughs) will always ask me to help them. Like if they can't reach reach something on the top shelf, I must I must just have that face, you know. You
0: you prior wearing that shirt that says I can help you.
1: <laughs> I I must be, I must be, but you know, those are the things that bless me, those are the things that give me joy. Yeah. And I am most thankful and grateful that I have the virtues and the character I do that came from a very sad place, but turned out to be a wonderful, beautiful story. So who had
0: the biggest influence on you as a kid? Oh, boy. Oh.
1: Well, you we know, know who, it's
0: not your parents, right?
1: <laughs> you, know, no. you know who had the biggest influence on me mm-hmm. as a kid? Leave it to Beaver. Oh, yeah. My three sons. What a real family was like—who <laughs> loved one another, cared about each other. Um, it was—that was probably that. That's my answer. Yeah, yeah, and that's,
0: I certainly understand that. Now, when you were a teenager, what uh-huh. was your dream for your life?
1: Oh, I had big aspirations for my life. I wanted to do something that helped people. I thought about a teacher. I thought about a nurse. Um, I, I had many, many different jobs in my lifetime. Um, My husband was a great provider and I didn't have to work all the time. I worked when my children were little, I worked at a bank. Um, But, when my daughter was born, she was when she got two, she had been in the hospital four or five times with getting tubes in her ears and having croup. Mm-hmm. And I just thought one day, okay, one more hospital trip and I have to go home and be with my kids because they were my passion really.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So what would you say has been your greatest struggle?
1: Oh boy. My greatest struggle is probably procrastination.
0: I think a lot of people, myself included,
1: mm-hmm. fight that. Mm-hmm. I want to make myself as comfortable as I can. And when you're comfortable, you aren't growing. You're not going That's right. either. That's, true.
0: That's so true.
1: <laughs> so I, but I fight with that daily.
0: It's an inner struggle. It really is.
1: It is. And I have come up with the term, well, first of all, I make my bed first thing in the morning before I get dressed, before I do anything. And that starts my day out, okay? Yeah. That I've got something accomplished, okay? Then it's get on to the next thing and do it now, do it now, do it now. And that has tremendously helped me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I keep a to-do list for every day. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: So let's talk about your cause. One 12-passenger van can help this community more than you think. So tell me about the time you first became acquainted with Tumwa. Tumwa? Tumwa, that's how you say it, right?
1: I I call Tumwa my (laughs) man-child of God. (laughs) (laughs) Tumwa is... I met him on Facebook through a mutual friend and I had just started up with a company that I was really excited about that was dealing with Bitcoin and he we had only known each other for a couple of months but he had a dream and a prophecy about me really and He put it in a PM. Yes. And in the PM was everything that I was going through with my fears of if I was going to be able to be successful, if I was going to be able to help people, if I was going to be able to... um, Create a legacy for my family if I was going to be, I mean, there were like 12 points in that prophecy. And when I got done reading it, it was like I was in shock. Because you hadn't shared those things with him. No, I'd only known him for two weeks or two months. Yeah, didn't have a clue. He did not have a clue about my life. Not one.
0: That's amazing. And so
1: I thought, oh Lord, what is this? So, anyways, I PM'd him the next day and I thanked him and I told him how awesome this was and how amazing it was. And that I had nobody ever prophesized over my life like that before. And everything he said was the honest to God truth. And yeah. so we became more close, you know, more friends. Yeah. And he put a post up. He didn't ask me. He put a post up on Facebook asking for people to sponsor children in his, um, his not legal at the time orphanage. Mm. And I, saw that and my heart just just broke it, it it really did so i contacted him michael and i michael is my high school sweetheart of 45 years now uh, we contacted two moi and asked him how much he needed and we sent him what he needed and we sent him a hundred dollars more Aww. well he, the next day, or a couple days later, he personal messaged me again, and he said that with the extra money, he was able to buy food and soap and um, some flip-flop shoes for two of the children out of the 12 that didn't have any shoes, that their feet were all busted up.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: I mean, soap. He lives in Uganda, so they're like right on Lake Victoria, okay? Mm -hmm. And the animals go down and do their business there as the people bathe in the water, and he had no soap. Mm. The thing about the soap just really got me. I mean, we are so – we don't even think about not having soap. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So anyways, I, I was just like, oh, my gosh. So I talked to a couple of my friends, Chris and Patty, and we, I told them about this story and what, what I've been telling you, and they were all on board. We started a board meeting for two We started to help him. The first thing we did was we got him a cell phone. And we mailed it to them, and that's a bad idea. Don't mail stuff to Africa. I paid for it to get there in a week. It took eight weeks, and then we had to pay $130 tax on it when it got there.
0: Oh, no kidding.
1: Oh. Yeah, we, we, we just didn't know, you know, but that's okay. But then since then, we've gotten Tamwa a website. It is, if anybody would like to go to it, it's uh, Mimi Kids dot org, m i m, k i d, dot org, or k i d s, and anybody that would want to donate there, they would be doing a great thing for some very lovely people. Um. So, anyways, we got (laughs) Tom on the computer. Then we got him. He wasn't legal. They have a lot of orphanages and uh uganda that aren't legal and they want to help the kids you know but they can't get legal it costs money they have to do paperwork and everything okay well the blessing with that was tumwa went down there when we found out he wasn't legal we said tumwa we can't help you if you're not legal you got to go get yourself legal and by gosh that guy did he went down there the government loved him so much it usually takes two years to get legalized for an orphanage when you haven't been legal. Yeah. He got legalized on last year, a year ago on good Friday and they wanted to bless him with his legalization. They have then since helped him get land. He got a donation. He has the biggest house in his village the biggest, most beautiful Taj Mahal in his village. Wow. He is a pastor of his church. We got him fresh water. And Nancy, we've done all of this in two years. It is unreal.
0: So I know you said it took two years normally to get uh-huh. legal. How long did it take
1: um, for him six to get weeks. legal?
0: Six weeks.
1: Six wow. weeks. Wow six weeks and we couldn't be helping him if he wasn't legal right but we were having trouble communicating with him a little bit and i i finally figured out i wonder if he's legal or not because every time we asked him something around that question i started recognizing he would get real quiet and so finally one day i just came out and asked him Mm. and he said no i'm not I said, "Well, let's get you legal," and he said, "Okay." So,
0: the money that you sent him was it in mm-hmm. Bitcoin?
1: Um, not as of then. Okay. He he. We sent it through um, World Remit. Okay. But now that he's legal with Mimi'sKids.org, dot org people can send through there and they can, you know, use it as a tax deduction.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: But uh, Toma is involved in Bitcoin as well.
0: Good for him. Yes. Absolutely. So what, um, what is this with the 12 passenger van?
1: Well, Toma had his sister, had some kind of a hernia and bled to death in their village because oh. there was no one that was had a driver's license or no one that had a van there. Um, another man, gentleman, I mean there's like one or two people that die a week because they can't get them out of the village.
0: What is the close, where's the closest hospital or medical?
1: Uh, the closest okay. hospital would be in Ginja which is 50 miles away.
0: Okay. So can't walk there.
1: No. Oh, no. And you can't take somebody on a scooter, and that's what they use for transportation. And the roads there are so horrible. They are potholes, and, I mean, it's worse than anything.
0: Yeah. So the 12-passenger <clears throat> van will help transport the kids, and anybody in the village that is in need of medical care, but isn't right. it also going to help them go get supplies when they need it? And Absolutely. Kind of like open up a whole new world for
1: them. Oh, it, it definitely is. And we're working right now for Tumwa to get his driver's license. So we're working on that and we're going to get that done before, you know, we get him the van. And the beauty of the van too is Tumwa Uh, He has 17 children, and I believe 12 of them go to school in different uh, villages. So he puts himself, two children, their backpacks, their mattresses, everything on one scooter. And we're talking a scooter, not a motorcycle, a scooter. And that's how he transports these children to school. Wow. And since the COVID, uh, it's been really rough for him because he's got all 17 children at home. He had They can only have seven people in one house. So he has had to find other living arrangements for 10 of the children with other people. And, you know, God has just blessed him that he's been able to afford all of that and, God's provided for him like unreal miracle after miracle.
0: So what amount of funding is needed to fulfill your cause?
1: Um, The fund is going to, you mean the amount I'm going to require?
0: Yeah, the amount that you're going to require to get him this van and get him his driver's license so that they can start transporting. Okay.
1: Well, we want to get the van, we want to get the driver's license, and we also want to get extra tires, we want to get extra oil, and we want to get extra gas. And okay. that is going to be around $10,000. The van's about 6000 for a 12-passenger, and that's used.
0: Hmm. What is your vision for your cause a year from now?
1: Oh, my vision for my cause from a year now is we're going to be building an ecosystem for Chumwa. We're going to have an emergency medical clinic there. We're going to have, uh, they're going to be self-sustained. I mean, I just know that this is going to be a beautiful thing.
0: So they'll have the the band by then?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Too bad girl. Too bad. <laughs> so, what do you envision your cause being able to accomplish in three to five years? So, beyond the van and the and the medical facility you said, and
1: uh huh. Well, three to five years, I want them to be um, having their own um, garden. I want them to have their own farm. I want them to be self-sustainable in that way. Mm-hmm. I want them to help other people. Uh, I want a hundred, at least a hundred and fifty child. Uh, orphanage facility for them. Um, I want them to be able to really. Mo's heart is 150, and I said, "Okay, buddy, I'm with you. I'm with you on the 150." So, are
0: there 40. that many kids in need of a
1: place oh, to live? Oh yes, and the kids that I mean, people do this illegally mostly to help the kids. Sometimes they get a little bit of money, you know, but is shining in that village they want to know what he's doing hmm. you know he has got this you know this house and he we bought him two water systems he gave one to the school <laughs> to share to pay it forward right yeah
0: so why are there so many orphans
1: Well, because people are very unhealthy there. People are, uh, there's a lot of violence. Uh, They have no money. So people Mm -hmm. give their children away because they want them to be fed.
0: Wow. I mean, it is
1: a grim situation,
0: girlfriend. (laughs) Sure.
1: It really, really is. And,. It's awesome what Tumwa is doing. It really is. He pays it forward, you know, and like I said, he's my man-child of God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. So, Bethany, out of all the possible places for funding available today, why would you choose Up to Give to fund your cause?
1: Well, Up to Give, wow. What can I say? There is nothing out there like Up to Give. I have been in several different companies and this company isn't even, it's not an MLM. It's an ecosystem for everybody to come together to help the world to become a better place.
0: It's a worldwide and community. That's what it, I love about it.
1: I know yeah. it, it definitely is. And you know what? Hmm. We have the most gracious, transparent, communicative corporation in this company that it just blows me away. I'm like, "What? Well, this is really happening because I wanted to always give, always give. Me too. I didn't have everything to give, but now I'm going to have everything to give. And I'm so excited about that. <laughs> I don't have to just give a dollar or two at the grocery store right. or $20 to the Goodwill. You know, I can give. And that's right. what Up to Give is about.
0: So what is your favorite part of Up to Give? Because it's multifaceted, right?
1: It It is. It is. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to, my favorite part of Up to Give is the people in it.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you said that because that's exactly where I am. At. I, I've met some of the best people in the world.
1: Me too. I, I mean, I have never been treated with such care, such hands-on, such let me do this for you, let me help you, let me show you. Oh yeah, I got this. Let me get that for you. I, I, I've I've never experienced it in my 63 years of life. Never.
0: Yeah. Well, Bethany, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank oh, you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be here with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go?
1: Well, I just want to tell say this. Tumwa is a part of up to give to and he is doing fantastic. Oh, it's great to hear. It's great to it hear. It? Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, would you be willing to come back on the show in a few months and provide an update on how your cause is doing?
1: Oh, absolutely. I can't wait.
0: Awesome. Well, folks, if Bethany has inspired you today and you'd like to either contribute any amount to her cause, or maybe you'd like to start your very own cause, listen carefully when the music starts so you'll know exactly what to do. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link where you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.